0: So let's turn to first kings chapter 19 starting at verse 1 now ahab told jezebel everything elijah had done and how he killed all the prophets with the sword so jezebel sent a messenger to elijah to say may the gods deal with me be it ever so severely if by this time tomorrow i do not make your life like one of them elijah was afraid and ran for his life when he came to beersheba in judah he left his servant there while he himself went on a day's journey into the desert he came to a broom tree sat down under it and prayed that he might die i have had enough lord take my life i'm no better than my ancestors then he lay down under the tree and fell asleep i'm just gonna stop there for a second so you understand that right before this Elijah called fire down from heaven, <laughs> which was like one of the best stories in the Bible. Um, you know, defeating the prophets of Baal. And now, what is he saying? He's saying, um, he, he's praying that he might die. Take my life so that I might die. I've had enough. Um, how many times have you said that over the past little while? I've had enough. I've had enough. Right. I mean, look, I'll I'll be honest. I've said it. I've said it. I just I just kind of said, man, I've had enough of this garbage. (laughs) You know, I I don't know anymore. Um, You know, and I think that's. Yeah. And I think that's a common. A common refrain for a lot of us, particularly here that live in this province, because. The things that are happening, first of all, are are, are outrageous. I'm gonna tell you this story, and I, I I have to say it because it 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 baffles my mind. And if you're on here, and you're a person who doesn't like me or doesn't agree with what I'm saying, I would love to hear your thoughts. Cause I'm not trying to um, be sarcastic or anything. I'm just this is just an honest question. So I have an aunt. She lives in an old folks home. And the rules there are strict you're not allowed to visit uh if you're unvaccinated and they have a hairdresser who 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 comes in and and cuts everybody's hair so that the people don't have to go out and some of them you know aren't really that mobile anyways so they probably don't even want to go out so um this hairdresser is not vaccinated so they're not letting her in (laughs) so what did my aunt have to do my aunt had to leave the building go to a salon with people uh, around all kinds of people probably not everyone vaccinated to get her hair cut by an unvaccinated hairdresser <laughs> uh, that's where that's where we're at this this province that we live in that's where we're at They won't let an unvaccinated hairdresser to cut the people's hair, but they could go anywhere they want, anywhere they want. And her hairdresser is confirmed unvaccinated. So, um, I, I say stories like that. Um, yeah, Jill, that, that stinks. That, that's like, that she has to isolate. When like a week ago you were allowed in there, no problem. Again, and the cases are going down. It's not like the situation's worse. It's not like the situation actually justifies. You know, that Jill's mom has to isolate for two weeks if she comes out. Come on. And like I said, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I know I know. Listen, sometimes I, I am sarcastic. I like to, to you know, joke around and stuff. But I'm sincerely posing the question to you all of how of why th- things are the way they are, and why you're telling me to respect the oh respect the mandates, but th- th- they don't even make sense. I-, I I'm sorry. Make call me crazy but i think it's better if the hairdresser that 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 works at my aunt's uh, uh, um place would get tested she, she'll be tested negative then she can come in and cut the hair isn't that better than my aunt to leave and go to some salon sitting in a, in a, in a small room with a bunch of other unvaccinated people guys please help me out i just i just want to understand that's all i'm saying I agree, Sheba. I just I just want to understand because if I'm gonna be like shamed for every decision that I make, you know, and the almighty health minister and, and 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 premier knows everything. Anyways, let's continue reading. So that's what Elijah said. I've had enough. Take my life. He, he was like, he, I told you, he had just called fire down from heaven, now he finds out. <laughs> hey Sandra, you're correct. Common sense is not that common. Because, you, okay, I, didn't, I just have to say it. Because it's not, it's not health, they're not health rules, they're control rules. It's all about control and compliance, because if it was about health, my aunt would not be allowed to go to an unvaccinated hairdresser, but the unvaccinated hairdresser can't come in the thing. It's not about health. My sister-in-law got double vaccinated to go visit her mom. She still has to follow the same protocol as before. She wishes she didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, and you know, there are a lot of still still a lot of protocols, tests, masks, distancing it's almost like what's the point (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know how um shouldn't it be like a doctor who's the health minister apparently he was an accountant well he sure knows how to count the money i'll tell you that because it's rolling in so don't don't shame me that I, that I, oh no, I'm questioning, what do I know? I'm questioning the, the government. Well, I'm explaining to you why I questioned them 19 months later. Verse five. I'm going to get my blood pressure up. Then he lay down under a tree and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was a cake of of bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Yeah. I don't hear much from Dr. Aruda anymore, the actual doctor. And it's funny because he, he had different thoughts about what to do Um, he was the one that didn't even want by the way didn't want the mandate for the healthcare workers but they don't listen to him by the way he's no angel he's no angel he's not innocent but he he, they don't listen to him They, they just do whatever they want get up and eat for the journey is too much for you so he got up and ate and drank strengthened by that food he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. Here's one lesson you take from this. Don't make, don't make statements when you're tired and hungry. Because, <laughs> you know, he, 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 what did it say? It said that he, he went on a day's journey into the desert by himself. And then he prayed that he, that he would die, that he's had enough. Because he, he hadn't slept and he, was, he hadn't eaten so you know it's kind of like um you know those commercials those snickers commercials when they when they say um you know you want yourself have have a have a snickers because <laughs> when you're hungry or tired um usually the world looks a little worse and I, I, I'm, I'm being serious um usually it, it, it <laughs> hey lisa usually the, everything looks a little worse when you're tired and hungry because I, I know a lot of people that get hangry and then it's like I give them food and it's like they're, they're okay now. And that's what happened to Elijah. He was like super emotional. He got some food. He took a nap. Good to go because then he traveled 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> um, then, he, then he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, broken down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sore. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. So not only was Elijah fed up, but he, th- he felt like, I'm the only one. I'm, by, I'm on my own. No, nobody, nobody gets it. It's just me against the world. And you know one of the reasons why um I I I well I talk about you know the the current events that are going on I post a lot of things if you follow me on social media and one of the probably the biggest reason why I do that is because I want people to see and to realize you're not alone you're not the only one don't don't think for a second um that you're the only one who's standing up against the injustice that's going on like i read that letter from the rcmp they they don't even they don't want to enforce the rules because they think they're unconstitutional and our constitution in this country is, is shaky at best but they're the ones that uphold the law so if they don't if they're going to be like well i'm not going to i'm not going to enforce it you know th- that's a great thing um and so again you know a lot of times we start to let discouragement come in and that's what we think to ourselves oh i might as well just give in because you know i'm on my own and and and, you know whatever well listen to listen to the rest of the story the lord said go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the lord for the lord is about to pass by that's just that's a powerful verse to me then a great and powerful wind i have been very zealous for the lord god almighty you know and that's another thing um i agree sheba it should be respected and it's not being right now and then you have sorry i have to pause and then you have the people that are like well freedom is conditional that's what they say freedom is conditional you make decisions you face the consequences because they want to paint people as criminals that, that's what they want to do. People who, who, who just want to have a right to choose something, which, by the way, has been the case forever when it comes to vaccination. There's always exemptions, always. There's always religious, always medical, and even, even exemptions just of conscience. So I don't know all of a sudden where it comes from that, that if you choose, if you want to choose something, You're not allowed freedom or you're, you're the worst person in the world. Like why have we allowed ourselves to go down that road? Because it's easy to say now, and then if something happens that you're against, well, then what you're going to want your freedom, then the Israelites have rejected your covenant, broken down your altars and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. It is a human rights issue, Lisa, and the federal... The, the religious exemptions are supposed to be valid for federal workers, by the way. That, that's what I've heard. Um, I agree, Bruno. That's what I said before. It's not about health. Because if it was... <laughs> if it was, something would make sense. health-wise Like when I was at the mall, I could stand at the at the food court But I can't sit down at a table because there's a a, a black ribbon blocking me Yeah, well I know yeah, I know Lisa you 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 mentioned that but I'm just saying I did read that the exemptions do work but um, like I said, there's there's two lawyers in Montreal that are now suing the government for these mandates. Which is great. And again, you, don't, you have to dig to find it. But I follow the right people. So I find out about all these stories. Let's keep reading. The Lord said to him, Go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael king over Aram. Also anoint Jehu son of Nimshi king over Israel. And anoint Elisha son of Shaphat from Abel mehola to succeed you as prophet jehu will put to death any who escaped the sword of haziel and elisha will put to death any who escaped the sword of jehu listen to verse 18 yet i reserve seven thousand in israel all whose knees have not bowed down to baal and whose mouth have not kissed his feet there another another version says I, i reserve a remnant you're not let me tell you something you're not alone this broadcast should just show you and there are people someone from florida there's people from ontario you're not alone in this and just the way that god encouraged elijah and said i have a remnant of those who have not uh, bowed to Baal or kissed his feet that i mean that has to be one of the most powerful verses in the Bible. That's right, Lisa. God is good all the time. It's not. It's not you against the world. And even if you and and you know, the funny thing is, it's not like God in that moment just presented Elijah with a bunch of people. Mel, how dare you? Just kidding. It's not like he presented him with a bunch of people. He reminded him. He. Sh- He said look what he said Go stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord for the Lord is about to pass by and there was wind and there was an earthquake and there was fire and God's like hey, I'm here And even in all those things and then after that he heard a voice I Mean I want you to to, to be encouraged tonight, not just from the fact that that there's a bunch of people on this broadcast, some from here, some not from here, who are like that remnant, but most importantly know that there's a God on your side, because if you do what's right, God will be with you. Let me read another scripture, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 26. Verse 3, you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is the rock eternal. (laughs) Verse 7, the path of the righteous is level. O upright one, you make the way of the righteous smooth. Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. Your name and renown are the desire of our hearts. (laughs) Just just think about that. What it says, you make the way of the righteous smooth. We wait for you. Don't don't give up. Don't start giving up now. First of all, we've already seen God move and do amazing things in our midst. But but it it would probably be the worst thing to, to give up now. And to say, well, you know, it's taking too long. I mean, long in in our eyes, you know. Um, I was watching a show called Family Matters, which is a a classic sitcom from the 90s. Super cheesy, but super great of this of this wonderful family, like nice family, you know, um, um, old school, like way of doing things um the father you know the way the father is the way the mother is i love it um and there was a scene where um um this l- the little boy he wanted his uncle to build him um like a a, a play set like this this um kind of like a, a oh gosh like a jumble j- jumble i can't speak today jungle gym kind of thing and 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 the uncle's like you know i'm watching the game i'll do it after i, I finish the game after the game is over i do recommend it mel i do recommend it so that's that's a big deal and he's like just wait till the game is over and then i'm gonna put it together and the little boy says by that time i'll be too big to to fit in it (laughs) and it, it, it made me laugh because it just like that's like a kid's perspective even three hours is too long how I can't I can't even wait 3 hours do it now he wanted him to do any by the way the uncle did it right away cuz he's a good uncle but that's kind of how we are you know we don't want to wait for anything everything takes too long um you know everything uh, um, why you know why is covid still going on I don't know why but it is but don't let that that fool you into thinking that God's not moving and He's not working because it's not true. He is. I understand that that, that sometimes we we open the news and and there's something negative on. I, I'm not telling you to to pretend like it's not happening. I'm not saying that at all. Um, what I'm saying is, you you know, you can't limit God in in any sense or think that well it's already been 19 months i guess i guess we're stuck in this well if that's the way you want to speak all right then you will be you will be stuck in it then then that's it Th- then it's not going to get better but what does the word say you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you like i call this broadcast where is your focus is your mind on the lord is it on good things or is not on everything negative because that verse doesn't say you will keep in perfect peace him who worries about everything no you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you I know things are annoying I know I understand there were worse for Elijah he was gonna get killed you know He's like, I've had enough, just take me now. But that's not, if that was the attitude we should have, then God would have said, all right, off you go. But that's not what happened. Instead, God demonst- not only did God demonstrate his power for Elijah after he fed him, because you got to eat. I'm going to eat after this. <laughs> not only did he demonstrate his power, but he reminded him there is a remnant of those who have not bowed to Baal and have not kissed his feet, and that—that that is a powerful promise for us to always remember. We're not alone, and God never leaves us. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is the rock eternal. The path of the righteous is level you make the way of the righteous smooth that doesn't sound to me like we just have to 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 think oh everything's bad all the time that's not what it sounds like to me but you have to put your focus on the right place because if you're constantly filling yourself and, and 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 regurgitating back out of your mouth oh you know what the news said today they said this now now we have to do this. They got this new rule now. And you're just regurgitating this stuff out of your mouth. You're gonna feel you're not gonna feel better after that. You're gonna feel worse. You know, there's a reason why the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And you'll eat its fruit. There's a reason why. There's a reason why it matters what we say. You know, if ever I'm like. You know, in a, in a, in a mood because I guess I haven't eaten or something and I start complaining. I, let me tell you something. I don't feel better after that. I feel worse and then I'm like, mm, I don't want to complain anymore. I want to talk about the good stuff that's happening. Because let me tell you, it makes a difference what you speak. The things that, that come out of your mouth, it affects your mood. It just does. If you're talking about, you know, um, I was hanging out with some friends last Saturday. And we were watching a funny show. I won't confirm which one it was. And we're laughing and just having a good time. You, you feel better. <laughs> That's right, Sheba. You, you feel better when you laugh. I can't confirm or deny stuff. You know, it makes a difference. It's not, and again, I'm not telling you, ignore what's going on. Obviously, we talk about it every week well i i I keep you guys up to date all the time can't say stuff you know so of course we have to be aware we have to be aware and we have to be alert but but it's almost as if you have to 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 if you absorb a a piece of bad news you combat that with a piece of good news more likely from the word like uh like philippians chapter 4 let me find it Philippians chapter 4 starting at verse 4 rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the lord is near do not be anxious about anything right do not be anxious about anything that's right sheba there's got there's got to be you've got to be aware but you can't let it discourage you And you can't let it, let it destroy you, right? Hi, Sophie. Good to see you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thankfulness, present your requests to God and the peace of God with which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There's that word peace again, like we read in Isaiah. That he will keep in perfect peace all who's, those whose mind is steadfast who trust in the Lord. And here we see it again. The God of peace, which transcends all understanding. Because sometimes you, you think to yourself, how can I have peace in this moment? But the peace of God transcends all of that stuff. And then con- look what it continues to say. It doesn't stop there. Finally brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. It's easy to fall into a world of um, negativity because there's a lot of negativity out there. But the word of God, we, we don't live by the world. Like, like, what, like what Ori just said. We're, not, we're in this world, but we're not of the world. Because we don't live by the world, we live by the word. What are you focused on? Are you focused on what the world is saying or what the word is saying? Because if you focus on what the word is saying, it's telling you. Trust in God. He'll give you peace. Don't be anxious about anything. You know. Like I said, we want, we want, I wanted COVID to go away the second it came, but you know, this, this, it, it, it was something that, that, that's happened. Um, and instead of, of lamenting everything all the time, um, like I said, I chose to, 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 to point out one of the great things that has happened during this time. And that's how our church has grown. And that's how we've had new people that, that I never would have met. I never would have met all all you awesome people. At least half of you on here. I wouldn't have met. We wouldn't even know each other. I wouldn't even be doing this broadcast. Now again, I'm not saying COVID is not from the Lord. Because he doesn't send sickness. But, just like the Bible says. God takes what's meant for evil and he turns it for good. So that's how I choose to look at it. But you could... It's very easy to choose the opposite and to be upset about everything. And, and I, my, my heart breaks for a lot of you guys who are going through <laughs> who are going through really difficult situations. I mentioned this last week, you know, that, that my immediate life is not affected in the same way that it's affecting a lot of you guys. So it'd be easy for me to not care, but I care deeply about what happens to, to other people. It matters to me. It matters. I don't have children, but it matters to me what happens to the children. Seeing them in masks, oh, I hate it. I, I, I don't. No, no. I'm. It doesn't sit well with me. So, so it, it. That stuff matters to me. You know. But again, you have to make a choice. What am I going to focus on? Am I going to focus on these bad things, or are i going to be like, okay, yeah, well. There was something bad, but look at all this other stuff. Look at what God's doing. I I trust God. He's not going to abandon me. Hebrews chapter 12, verse one. Great scripture. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, it's not. Man. Being a Christian is so awesome because we we have like this, this cheering section in heaven. When we stand up for what's right, when we stand up for our faith, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Verse 2, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Yeah, Sheba, you took the words out of my mouth. Fix our eyes on Jesus. So not only do we have each other, but we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses cheering us on. I don't know about you, but I think that's a reason to be really encouraged. yeah, I know I know a lot of a lot of people that made a decision about their kids' school as well, saying that I don't want them in public school and honestly. With the way that Quebec is now <laughs> changing their curriculum for for Quebec values, oh boy! And that's why we have a, a school at our church. We have a, a, a school for kids and a Bible school. Where it's full speed ahead, it's full speed ahead. We're not limited by anything because we we don't operate by by uh by the world's rules. We operate by the Word of God. We're on a different wavelength. You know so we're not limited by anything that might be happening in, in in the world around us psalm 138 i will praise you o lord with all my heart before the gods i will sing your praise i will bow down towards your holy temple it's a good good idea vince and will praise your name for your love and your faithfulness For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. When I called you, you answered me. You made me bold and stout-hearted. I think there's a lot of bold people listening to me right now. That God has has deposited within you a spirit of boldness and a spirit of courage that maybe you thought you didn't even have. But, But it's in there. May all the kings of the earth praise you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth. May they sing of the ways of the Lord. For the glory of the Lord is great. Though the Lord is on high, he looks upon the lowly. But the proud he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. Like like the other psalm says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. not I'm walking through it. That means I'm getting through it. I'm going through it. I'm not sticking in it. That's the problem with, with the way a lot of Christians view stuff. Oh, I'm in this valley. No, I walk through it. No, I don't stay in it. I don't live in it. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the work of your hands. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. You are never alone. Never. If you've ever felt that way in in this situation that we're in, you're like, oh, I'm the only one who made this particular decision. No. Church is amazing. A lot of amazing people. Amazing leaders. Pastors. Um, and I I really, I truly believe a big part of it. Is. You know at the beginning of this year. When we made a decision. To, to, to go to church. And um, it it really changed a lot of people for the better. And we haven't looked back. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for these that are watching. I thank you for the boldness that you've put in them. I thank you for the faith that you're cultivating them. That their faith has grown during this time. That they will not... Grow weary or lose heart. But remember that if they keep their minds steadfast. If they keep their eyes fixed on you. That, th- that they never will be forsaken. And never will be abandoned. Father I thank you. That we can come together. With one common goal. To take those that are in darkness. And bring them into the light of Jesus. So, Father I pray you strengthen them. You encourage them encourage them through your word that they are never alone that you are always with them thank you father in the name i pray these things in the mighty name of jesus amen